And for the people who get up and keep going, I think that uh, success is one thing. It's can you fail and get back on the horse. Welcome to Pencil Leadership. My name is Chris Anderson, success and lifestyle coach, and this show is to help you begin building a life of fulfillment and to leave a positive mark on the world. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now take out your pencils and let's begin. Estee Lauder said, I never dreamed about success. I worked for it. And Babe Ruth said, yesterday's home runs don't win today's games. This is episode 78 with online business mentor, Jeremy Montoya. And today we talk about getting clarity with your business and getting clients, getting clarity in a business when people are searching for how to start their own business now online, especially. So if you find anything helpful in this episode, please share it with someone else, help somebody else out, subscribe and review. It helps us get this message to more people so we make a bigger impact. It's definitely an interesting time to be in business, uh, just to be existing. It's a very interesting time, just given the state of the world. You know, my, my business is largely based on the back of many failures out of a desire to have a thriving online business or personal brand to understand what it takes to get people coming my way. And in the journey of that, just have really found a hundred and one ways to not do it. And have found just like one way that really has worked for me. It has worked for uh, in the past when I did done for you stuff, which is how I learned all of this for my done for you clients. And now I get the privilege and honor of, of helping other uh, business coaches, consultants, service providers, uh, and also just online coaches and course creators to really get clear on what their mission, what their purpose is in business and get clear on the fundamentals so that they can go out and serve their people and make their impact on the world. And I just really have a, a lot of failures that, you know, would love to share uh, any amount of here with you guys today. And uh, for kind of what got me here, for what got me to learn all of these things, I'm not uh, I'm not the person who has the the huge audience and could just launch a product. I'm not the person who had a huge ad budget and could launch a bunch of ads to get going. I really had to learn this the raw and organic way and the manual way. And uh, I've come to kind of figure out that that's the best way for most people to get started, unless you have those advantages, which is awesome. Uh, you know, we can help you really crush it when you're, when you have an audience and the ad budget and all that. But I just think most people are at a, at a time and place where they don't have those things. And I think that we have this, uh, this realization of the kind of illusion of job security and the illusion of uh, whether it's government supporting you, the job supporting you, or, uh, or this notion that going to school, getting good grades, going to a good college is going to be the thing that backs you. And, you know, I'm just here mm -hmm. for those people who are waking up to that realization. I, I went through a very lonely journey to get to where I'm at, but I stand on the shoulders of giants. And, and from that, I get to share every single day with, with my audience and, and, uh, with my students, much like you, Chris, yeah. um, and, and really who become my friends and the people that I get to hang out with every day for just what to do to actually help and serve their people and, and be leaders to the people they're most called to. Yeah, I love that. And I think what you said about just uh, basically building this business you have now off of so many failures. And I think that's one thing that I had to learn a lot was like things aren't going to work every time, the first time, and you're going to have those failures and we have to pivot from those. And I think a lot of people they might be they might be scared to start something online because of that possibility of failure because maybe they don't know how to approach it or how to deal with that. 
Um, so do you find that a lot? For sure. And I think it's natural, bro. Like yeah. it's natural to not want to fail because yeah. failures be embarrassing. They can be time consuming and time, time wasting. And, yeah. uh, but at the same, in the same breath, I have come to learn. And I, and I think if you talk to anybody who's had any amount of success, which every single one of your listeners has, like you listening to this and watching this right now, you've also had success in some area of your life with something that you've done. And you can probably relate with this is you can't have success, at least sustained success, long-term success without failures and typically without massive failures. And right. people just want the quick fix, the the easy fix, the one and done. And I just don't think that anything that happens over, you know, nothing good happens overnight is what my mom used to say. And she yeah. meant it for like, don't be out partying and don't be doing <laughs> all those things. But, you know, I've been in this space since 2013 in some capacity or another. And I've seen a lot of people come and go. Uh, I was hovered around the computer with, with, uh, with one of my buddies and uh, we were going through all the coaches that I've kind of been under and went to look. And, you know, some of them haven't updated their sites since 2013. They haven't emerged. You go on their YouTube channel, like, you know, I'll go into research to figure out, you know, because yeah. maybe they're still posting somewhere else. And maybe the site isn't that important. I, I'm a big advocate that websites aren't that important or the end all be all when you're just getting started. And even when you're growing and, uh, uh, you know, go to their YouTube and it's been like four years since a video has been on there or uh, four years, but the recent video is like maybe two months ago. So they're trying some stuff out. And I just, I've seen so many people come and go who've blown up because of a coaching program they joined and uh, an affiliation that they got or an audience they were able to spark up because of a huge ad budget or something like that. And I just think that those are the people that are quickest to, to not be around as fast. Mm. It's good happens overnight. And uh, anything that takes time is always going to be a little sweeter. And so, yeah. And so I just think yep. that failure is such an important component of success. The more you can deal with failure, I think the more successful you will be. It's it's these entrepreneurial muscles uh, that are going to be what makes you stand out from the pack and make or break you. Truthfully, yeah, no, I think that's I think that's key because yeah, if someone like just basically pays for all the the growth or, or takes that shortcut, and if you can, great. If you understand that when things do get hard and you actually have to put in the work and you have the quote unquote failures or, or the stepping stone to the next level that you have to work through um, things. I mean, yeah, if, if you're not going through those or you don't understand that, then one little, one little wind comes, it's going to blow your house down. You're not going to be rooted with a good foundation. Um, so I think that that's a big one to, to really take away from this is that I think failures guide us towards success, sustained success. Absolutely. And it really makes it, it makes you prove to yourself how bad you want it. You know, you, yeah. you stub your toe once, so to say you fail once. And if you, if you get dejected by it, which I get it, I've been there too, Yeah. but it causes for you to not get back on the horse, so to say, then I think you have a problem. Not, not that you have a problem, but I think the problem is that maybe this isn't your calling or maybe it isn't your purpose or we're further away than we want to be in the moment. You can yeah. you have two decisions. You can get up and keep going or you cannot. And for the people who get up and keep going, I think that uh, success is one thing. It's can you fail and get back on the horse, yeah. minimizing the amount of time it takes in between. I'll be honest, you know, sometimes midweek, I just want to uh, unplug and, and not do anything because I feel like nothing is working at times. And I think anybody who's in any sort of growth in their life can attest to that feeling. It takes time. And yeah. in the moment, it can feel like it's taking forever, not happening, hap uh, you know, happening at all. And Sometimes I will take the whole weekend to not think about business so that I have a little bit of a break 
or I'll yeah. unplug after a certain time of day and really, really not try to think about business or do things. But it's all about, do you get back on the saddle the next day? Or do you just yep. take a little breather and then you get back on the saddle? Or do you, do you change it to, uh, you know, you fail and you, you know, you wait a minute, you do a little meditation and you get back onto it. And I just think the people who get the furthest, the fastest and over a sustained period of time are the ones who just minimize the amount of time who have a way bigger purpose, which is Chris, why I, I am such a fan for, for who you are and what you do in terms of focusing on the impact that we can have socially with leadership. And we just stand to help more people by, by helping ourselves and by playing big. And that that's why I'm here today. Yeah. That's why I uh, look for and work with people like you and work with you on your stuff because there's just such a bigger mission. And when you have a bigger North star, so to say, or a bigger thing that you're aiming at and going towards, it's really hard for the small stuff to get you. And when it does, you just try to minimize that time in between getting back up and doing it again or, or getting next thing. Yeah. And I always, so I'm a big Marvel fan. Captain America is kind of my, my superhero, if you can see him in the background. But so I always picture like, in the movie where, I mean, he's just going to beat up. And if you've seen the movie, it's not spoiler, whatever he's going to beat up by Thanos. And he's laying there just the last one. Everyone else is out and it's up to him. And he could literally just kind of lie there and let him Thanos take over. But he, he's got this big gash in his arm, his shield's broken. And he just kind of turns, tightens his shield and gets up like, but what sticks out to me? Yes. We, we expect him to do that as the hero. But what I take away from it and it kind of goes in line with this is, he doesn't hop up and it all cheery and, and all like pumped up and ready to go. Like he, he kind of staggers up a little bit and it takes a couple seconds and uh, it, it kind of, he's kind of wavering on his feet a little bit, but he, he digs in a little bit deeper because I mean, he's been through the ringer, but he knows like he just had to take one more step. He, I can do this all day. I've kind of taken his mantra as my daily thing. Like if something does go wrong, take a moment take a deep breath, whatever it is, take a walk real quick. And I can do this. I keep doing this. Uh, and it's, it's like the, uh, the greatest salesman in the world, the book, um, persistent to you succeed. And that's what kind of, I go back to with that. For sure. Um, you know, we, we watch a lot of UFC in my household. Mm. Uh, me and my, uh, my buddy uses a great analogy that just really uh, hit me, so to say the other day. And this applies to any challenge in your life. Um, I'm not an MMA fighter or UFC. I don't want to fool anyone or anything like that, but you know, they put in their mouthpieces and they're taking big shots the whole time. And my roommate just looked at me square in the face of the day. And he goes, you know, sometimes Jeremy, you just have to bite down on your mouthpiece and move forward. And, and that's what, you know, in in fighting, that's what it takes is you got, you're going to have to take some pain, take some hits in order to get to where you want to be. And I don't care what it is. Like, you know, we do a a sprint session twice a week over in personal freedom mentoring in my kind of my full-time my full-time gig and uh, Chris, me and another student were hanging out there a minute ago and we're talking about working out and talking about how our, our, you know, our, our health and physical goals impact our business goals. And uh, we were just talking about, you know, moving up in weight and, you know, there's some, some things that you, as you're increasing the amount of strength you're getting that, you know, you want to prevent injuries along the way, but what you think about what you're doing when you're working out, you're breaking down muscle, you're going to failure. And I, I'm a big fan of the adage that, you know, the way you do anything is the way you do everything and how you perform in these other areas of your life is how you're going to show up everywhere. And so sometimes you just have to, with whatever you're doing, that bite down on the mouthpiece and move forward and accept that you're going to have to take some hits in order to to win the fight. And and you're going to have to fail a few times if you want to succeed in the long run. And I think that the, the, the more grandiose your purpose is, 
And the more of service you are to your people, the more simplistic the journey gets and mm. the longer you're going to be in it. Yeah. I think that's keeping it simple, uh, keeping it super simple, or as I was told in college, keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> to, exactly. to do, and I think, yeah, because there's so much that we we just add on and I've been there and I still do it sometimes. And I'm like, oh, I don't need to do that right now. Like taking steps. But what uh, with that journey, like like working out, breaking down the muscle tissue. That's, I mean, it's it's uncomfortable. And, and going back to the fighting, Mike Tyson. I heard him. He said, "Well, I'm comfortable being uncomfortable," and it's like that's kind of what you have to get to building your business. Like you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable because you're going to have to get on video to share online. You're going to have to try and do things. You're going to have to approach people. You're going to have to do X, Y, and Z that makes you uncomfortable. And so get getting comfortable being uncomfortable that when I heard him say it, I was like, Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you gotta almost like make it a routine, a habit yeah. of being uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's, there's many days where I can get up and I just like straight into my routine and work, but there's a lot yeah. of days I wake up and like work does not sound running the business does not sound like the exact thing I want to do. You know, I do, right. I do intermittent fasting and I wake up hungry regardless of how my diet is. And I often just want some coffee and to get some food, but that's not my routine. Yeah. My routine is to, <laughs> to get up and take care of myself and my body. And then to, to, to get into work, which is my affirmations. And then a checklist of things that I'm going to get done and do to help drive the business forward. And yeah. it's not always comfortable. It's not the thing that you right. always want to wake up to do, but uh, I know that my purpose is not checklists and running a business. It's it's far, far bigger than that. It's serving people. It's helping people with these deep frustrations and things that are keeping them back with the knowledge that I have. And so I just think that the higher that you can aim and the more uncomfortable you can be is going to be a huge sign to where you're going to end up in life, whether it's business yeah. or something else that you're up to. It's largely going to determine where you're at, and what, what you're capable of. What's cool is that you're in control of that at all times. And maybe you're feeling yeah. right now like you're not biting down on the mouthpiece or you're not being uncomfortable or you're not doing these things. That's okay. We've been there. And if it and if it pains you to be there, that's your sign that you're meant for more. That's your sign that you have more in the gas tank to, to be actually showing up in the world with the playful out. And it's just a matter of you turning that dial, putting yourself in the uncomfort. I, it's been getting a little colder here in Scottsdale. It's not like it is over in your part, Chris, but yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I've been sleeping with the window open and it's like nice and warm in my bed in the sheets. And the last <laughs> thing that I want to do is expose my body to the cold air and, and right. get about my day. Uh, but, but you do it and you do it because it's the uncomfort that's going to lead you to the comfort. It's the failures that's going to lead you to the successes. Yeah. And, and with that, like doing the uncomfortable thing, like it builds that discipline. Like you do it, even though you don't want to like every morning I make my bed. That's something I learned. Mm -hmm. uh, and I forget who, who I, most people I've heard say it, but yeah, yeah just like I'm that little thing. That well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'll actually, so it is getting a little colder here in Indiana. Um, so we're in like the thirties. Uh, there's actually a little snow right now, but so sometimes I'll go either go run or just go walk. And cause we have chickens, I'll go walk out and take care of the chickens without a shirt on, even in the cold. And it, it's for me to control the response to that cold. So like I'll, I'll work on just taking really deep breaths and focusing on something else instead of like the fact that it's cold and, and really, or like a cold, you can do it in the cold shower, like same thing, just to build that discipline, like doing something that really sucks and not, you're not going to die from it, but getting through that and just building that discipline. So I think it's really a big deal building Dude, those. Major. 
Yeah. Major, can I expand on that a little yeah, more? Absolutely. Uh, and, yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, like one of the things that uh, I've experienced and that a lot of people who come my way experience mm -hmm. is that sometimes the thing that you most want to do, and that's also most beneficial to you and others is the thing you resist most. For instance, yep. you know, I help business coaches who are overwhelmed with the sales process and the marketing process because it's not pretty well. Mm. And the thing that they often resist most is the getting the post up on social because of some fear, or it's, it's doing the daily things necessary to reach out and actually get clients. It's what they hire me for. It's what, it's yep. what the name of the game is when it comes to this online business stuff. And the thing that is going to move the needle most sending them a, a little simple message, writing a simple email or following the strategies that I have laid out for, for my people uh, is the thing that we do last in our day or that we procrastinate most right. on and do all right. of these other things and spend all this other energy on things that don't necessarily get us there or get us there as fast because we're comfortable with them because we, uh, so for some people it's per uh, perfectionism is what manifests mm. into procrastination. And yep. we do want to do all of these other things that are just so, uh, so less likely to lead us to our end result, but we do it out of comfort. We do it out of fear. And then we end up super frustrated, not, not having the business that we're wanting, getting ejected. And sometimes that, that gets people out of business or that gets people really frustrated with showing up every day. And so I just think right. that, you know, regardless of where you're at in your business journey or your personal journey, you do got to do the things sometimes that you don't, that you most not want to do. And yeah. sometimes I think you most want to do is actually the most beneficial thing for you, your people and the world. Yep. It's just, it's like the quote that kind of goes right with that is the cave you feared in or holds the treasure you seek. Wow. Yeah. I love that quote. I, that's like one of my go-to quotes when I'm like, I don't want to do, I don't want to post on my story. I don't want to, I'm like, oh, dude, that's, it's going to bring the most value to people. So no, I, that's so true. So if people are like started, they're on this, they're on this path and they're starting to figure out what they need to do as far as their journey, but they don't know how, basically how are they going about getting more clarity with the direction of their business? Yeah, it's a good question. And, uh, you know, depending on the kind of business that you have, it can, it can be a little bit different. Um, mm -hmm. But I think for most people, if they're just starting out, is that we have to get uh, grounded and clear with like one of two things or one of a few things. Okay. Number one is like, what skills do you have? That's a starting yeah. point for figuring out what you can offer to the world and how you can be of service to people. The second thing we can think about is who we want to be. Mm. And I think with both of those, there's a way to to kind of look into the future and then work backwards. Um, yeah. You know, Steve Jobs has the famous quote of, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking back. I think there's a way to take a dose of the looking into the future to see what you want and then working backwards uh, as logically as possible to say, what would need to happen for me to get there? Right. Reverse engineer and it almost. Reverse engineer it for sure. Think with the end in mind. Um, you know, yeah. I'm watching uh, uh, my buddy, uh, the same one who mentioned the, the mouthpiece analogy, put me onto a show called The Queen's Gambit. It's about chess. Uh-huh. It's a brand new show. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. Yeah. Uh, saw episode one and uh, one of my other friends mentioned, I, I, I think uh, mentioned that chess players know their first 20 moves. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard this. And I think that's so symbolic to the <laughs> entrepreneur and to the online business owner in many ways. And when you can 
kind of predict your 20 moves. You can, mm. you can just operate so much more clearly. And it's a little bit of that beginning with the end in mind. You have to know that checkmate is the goal. Right. To know how to play your first moves. Yeah. And when we start to think like that, it begins to get just a little bit more clear in, in the now for what we are to do. It's easy to spend all of our time thinking about the future. That's one of the, my biggest frustrations with like the law of attraction stuff is it, it's mm. really like, it's, it really becomes like the law of inaction to me right? and, yeah. and to a lot of people that I work with. And it's easy to get stuck in thinking about the future. And it's also just as easy to get stuck in the fears of the past, both of which are yep. taking us away from what we can do right now. Yeah. And so, so I think that the best thing that we, out of ourselves to either think about uh what the res what skills do we have or or do we want to learn or that we're curious about or have hobbies mm. around and yep. then what could we do with those things and you can do yep. this you know over your first cup of coffee in the morning this shouldn't be a a multi-year <laughs> month or week thing it can right now we're just now we're just doing things that don't get us to where we want to be it's it, it can put us in an action um and then also thinking about just like who you want to be and how you want to show up in the world and when we get clear those things, I think the other begins to get immediately more clear and that with mm. some refining can become the thing that you do. Now, a lot of people that yeah. come my way have a grasp or an idea for what it is they want to do, but I also have a program to help people get clear on uh, what they can do, what their product and their offer can be, what it looks like to create a business that uh, that that helps you stay away from the overwhelming, puts you in the, in the best likelihood to get started and going um, and, and really being grow a business. But I think that if you're at that starting point, and you need clarity around it, which is let's just get clear around the skill sets you have, uh, the results that you could help people get, uh, the skills you'd be curious about, or the hobbies that you have. And then I also think that like a lot of what you were doing as a kid is very telling for what your hmm. future career or business can be too. So I always think about, and I challenge my, my students to think about like, what were you doing at the age of 11? Because there's something huh. in there that's probably very telling for where you're going to end up, where you're at, or where you want to be. Interesting. Do you remember what you wanted to, or what you were doing at 11? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know what I wanted to do when I was 11. There's like, I have drawings and stuff when I was a kid of like fire uh -huh. trucks and stuff like that. Like that was, you know, the idea and I didn't know anything yeah. else, but let me tell you what I was doing. I have been selling something since second grade. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, you know, yo-yos, action figures, Pokemon cards, skateboards. Uh, I worked my way up to fireworks in junior high that <laughs> end well, but it was my, <laughs> my most lucrative, lowest overhead, highest profit, quickest to start and end business I've had to date. And uh, at the time fireworks were illegal in Arizona. So when I got caught, it was a kind of a, uh, kind of a big issue, uh, but I've always been selling something. Sometimes it's been selling myself. And, huh. and uh, over time, you know, I, I, I resonated with being an entrepreneur when I went to go start though, my online business, my first one was a clothing business. I really struggled. I really struggled with understanding the basics, the core concepts with focusing on the mm -hmm. right things and, and doing the right things in the right order at the right time and fell to a lot of procrastination that kept me from where I want to be. And out of that failure, out of that struggle, out of that pain, got me down this track of learning what it takes to actually do an online business and, and kind of luckily stumbling into some rooms and, and stumbling across some podcasts and, and kind of reaching out and not knowing what I was doing and actually getting my first clients and so on. I've just been on this journey to figure out then like what works. And, nice. uh, and so there's a lot of ways to, to look at, uh, where you get started, but when you mm -hmm. look at where you were as a kid, there's a lot of telling, telling signs there. I was also always the kid that, uh, in elementary school specifically was like, you know, Jeremy's a great kid, but he talks too much. <laughs> now I get paid yep. to talk. Now I get yeah. paid to talk all day. I'm on camera and in front of people and I'm blessed for that. See who I wanted to be. 
And what's crazy is I was doing a lot of that at a young age. So sometimes you have to ask mm. yourself what you were doing when you were 11. And when you can <laughs> appulate that, you can kind of look for hints and clues for, I think your soul's purpose and, and highest mission and service to the world. That's awesome. I love that. And that's a good way to look at it. Cause I mean, you think, I mean, kids, they don't have all the stress, you know, really for the most part, and they're just kind of living and they're living with what they're good at and that's what they like doing. And so, yeah, I think that's really a good way to start. So, okay. Clarity. So what skills do you have now and, and who you want to be and kind of see where that leads you and, and matches up. So that's, so that's how you start. So say, say people have that, maybe they have the clarity now. So they kind of have that direction, but they're trying to get stuff going. They're trying to get the ball rolling, get, maybe bring some clients in. Um, so how does that process look after they have the clarity of in the direction? Yeah. And um, what's great about these, is these seem like huge life questions and like mm -hmm. huge decisions to be made, but these are starting points and things that like, I'd recommend not spending that much time on. Yeah. get the grasp of it and move on to the next thing. And there are three big things that I think are, uh, are necessary to take, take your ideas and to make them, making them a viable business. Okay. The first thing you need is an offer, something that you can actually sell. You need a product for my people. It's a coaching program. It's an online course. Uh, it can be a done for you service, those sorts of things. And, mm. and, and you listening right now, if you don't know what kind of business you want to go to, these are big clues to what's a, what's, what businesses are the most profitable and also the most helpful for people like physical products. I learned the hard way, the physical products like t-shirts are not the thing to do. You have colors and sizes and preferences and inventory, and you get to have a lot of cash to get those things in advance. And like, I've really navigated my way and now I get to help people navigate into businesses that can be started out with pretty much just a phone and some time. And yep. so there's a lot of clues in here for you listening to this, who maybe don't have a, an online information or education. And so uh, you, you need an offer and it needs to be an offer that with just three to five sales can bring in uh, when you're starting out enough to pay the bills. And then over time, three to five sales that lead you to seven to $12,000 in sales a month. Mm. And that also becomes recurring. So the first thing we have to figure out is your offer. The second thing we have to get uh, kind of figure out is who it is that you help and actually getting you in front of them. And so in my program, uh, we have some frameworks and some kind of like small uh, software and tips that help us to get in front of the right amount of people and to have the right conversations. And so we got to have the right offer. We got to have uh, kind of hot leads or a steady stream of leads coming our way, which, you know, if you're on Instagram nine, 10 years ago, it was easy to get a solid stream of leads. Now it's a lot harder to get a solid mm -hmm. stream of leads. Uh, and the last thing that you need is kind of a delivery system or a fulfillment system that's easy, that doesn't break you or burn you out or, or overwhelm you. And when you yeah. have those three things figured out, I think you have a viable, scalable, lucrative business that you really enjoy running every day that you don't fear, that you don't want to run, run away from, that you wake up every day rejuvenated and excited to, to be in and be a part of because you're helping people get results. You yourself are growing uh, and you get to really see the kind of ripple effect of what happens when you play big and when you decide yeah. uh, to do more than the status quo and just the impact that you can have on people's lives and their families, it's... Uh, it really goes further than than you can think when you do that into the into those people's communities and into, into other people's lives. And um, I just not, think that ripple effect is just so rewarding. And so those are the three yeah. things that you got to iron out and fix, uh, and and really really get clear and clarity around so you can grow and help more people. Love it, yeah. So offer who you can help and how to get in front of them, and then delivering or having a delivery system. Those are really good, actionable things you can start working on and. 
And I think that just kind of goes back to like with the clarity, like what you have, who you want to be. So what does that bring toward two, two people in general? So what is it you can do? What problem can you solve? Okay, what problem or who has that problem that you're going to be helping and really kind of gear that offer and who you're, you're connecting with even more directly? Exactly. And when you have a, a steady flow of people with the right offer and you're excited to sell it because you know it's going to help them and it's not going to yeah. break you or the business, the mm-hmm. goal just becomes how do you get in front of more people? How do you get even yep. better at the at the conversation piece and the and the sales conversion piece of it? Yeah, uh, I teach that uh, conversions and the sales happen through conversations, which is great because you don't have to be high pressure, you don't have to be pushy. You get yep. to just conversate, really, really figure out where people are and where they want to be. Ask them if they're open for help, and then I, you know, the sales process really just takes care of the rest. And so. Yeah. You know, for my people and in my world, uh, there's less resistance around getting in front of others and 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 making the offers, which can be one of the more daunting things. But when you're when you're just stoked about what you have to offer and actually giving it to the people, the goal really the obsession becomes how do I just get in front of more people? And when you get there, I think everything just gets a lot easier. Yeah, no, I think that's that's huge. And I think myself included, like starting out was there's just so much stuff going on in the mind, like that was just a waste of of energy that we're as fearful of or or that was just getting in the way of just the simplicity of of doing this like just getting it done and then just reaching out to people Uh, i think a lot of people do the same thing they just try to do too much or they try to they think that things are way harder than they are majorly and that's the other plague is you know doing too much Uh, i'm Mm. a big fan and you know this chris of of simplicity of knowing exactly what's going to move the needle on any given day that way you can kind of, um, you know, Tony Robbins says this very often, but uh, the word decision, like when you decide to do something like start mm-hmm. a business actually comes from uh, either Greek or Latin root of incision mm-hmm. and, and to cut away. And so when you make a decision, it becomes clear of the things that you have to cut away. And hmm. sometimes those are old habits. Sometimes those are people, sometimes yeah. it's an environment, sometimes it's a, um, a substance. Yeah, but when you decide and you clearly plant your flag, it makes it a lot more clear for what needs to go inside of your day and what doesn't fit there in order for you to be aligned and to get there in as smooth and as straight of a path as possible. And anybody who's been an entrepreneur for any amount of time knows that the path is not straight and it's not smooth. Yeah. But the more, but the more straight and the more smooth it can be, the the better off and the faster you're going to move. Absolutely, yeah, it definitely. It definitely ups and downs and, and rough patches, but that's that's kind of the fun of it, trying to figure it out, navigating and, and growing through it all. And then being able to, I mean, from our perspective, help other people do kind of the same thing uh, in their fields. And so um, I, I, I this is great. And I know that people are going to get take a lot from this, uh, just being able to just get more clarity and then being able to just show how kind of the three things to get clients to bring revenue in so the business can start growing. I think that's, that's a crucial thing with this. And so I appreciate you hopping on and, and sharing this with everybody. A um, couple of things before I go, I always ask my guests um, the fifth trait of pencil leadership and, and people probably get tired of hearing this, but uh, is that a pencil is made for a purpose and that's to leave a mark on the surfaces that it writes on. So we're the same. So I've, after everything is said and done here on earth for you, what do you hope the mark you left is? Well, that's such a good and deep, super deep question. Yeah. 
you know, I definitely, the first thing that comes to mind is I definitely want to leave the, uh, this place and the people that I impact a, a much better place. Mm. But truthfully, I see uh, my impact going further than just business for people and really impacting uh, the lives of many around uh, health and wellness, around mm. the relationship and around wealth, which is what I'm doing right now with business. And, and so this business stuff for me is really just a starting point. And, and so uh, the mark that I you know, want to leave is that you know, I was of service and that I helped bring up a elite league of people to my same level to be of service to their people. And I think that if I do that, that regardless if it's any one of those topics or another, that my mission here on earth was pretty close to, uh, to what I think my highest and best potential is. And I still feel like I'm at the starting ground with all of that. But uh, th that's what I would say my mission is just to leave it a better place, but also to have kind of brought up a league of people around me uh, selfishly because of, you know, the things that I've learned and, and the, and the, and the gifts that had kind of been bestowed on me through luck, through chance, or through um, through choice, so that so that the people around me also become of service to many people, and and creating that ripple effect. Yeah, I love that, and uh, I, and I know you're doing it, um, which is cool. So it's cool to see just the growth that's happened since I've known you as well. And so uh, with that, where can people connect with you easiest so they can see what you're doing, uh, shoot you a message, whatever that may be. Yeah, of course. Um, and, and Chris, it's been, uh, it's been insane from my side watching your growth and how far you've come Thank you. since we first yeah. started working together. And I just see every, every, you know, day in and out, week in and out, man, you're, you're constantly making improvements, constantly leveling yourself up to serve even more people. And so it's been, you know, great to watch from, from my side as a, as a coach and mentor and as a, as a friend as well, brother. And I, I truthfully yeah. mean that. Uh, I appreciate for it. you guys watching and listening. Yeah, of course. Uh, for you guys watching and listening, I think the best way to connect with me is over on Instagram across social media though maybe you don't have insta my handle is at what up jeremy so whether that's you know twitter tiktok snapchat if you have that i still post over there um or anything you just look up at what up jeremy and i'm there and uh what i would implore you to do is um, hop over to instagram give me a follow and send me the word secret and i'd love to share with you just a free gift uh, that i think can help you along your journey and uh, and then of course let me know that you came from this show and uh and yeah we'd just love to to hear kind of where you're at what you're up to and if there's anything that I can, uh, you know, information or, or anything that I can do to provide you help along your journey, uh, would love to be a point for you. So just find me, add me on Instagram, DM me the word secret, and uh, I'll give you something that uh, probably be very helpful for where you're at. Awesome. Yeah, guys, definitely got to get connected with Jeremy. A lot of valuable information that he shares and talks about on there. So, uh, Jeremy, again, thank you so much for being on Pencil Leadership. Chris, I appreciate you. Thank you guys so much for uh, for watching, listening to this and for being the sort of, you know, truthfully the kind of people I want to be around, the sort of people who are leveling themselves up so that they can leave a bigger impact on, uh, you know, themselves, the people around them and the world at large. So I just appreciate you guys for taking time out of listening. And Chris, it's been an honor uh, and a long time coming. So I appreciate you having me on and, uh, and getting to share with your people. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope it brought you value. If it did, leave a rating and review on whatever platform you listen to your podcast. This actually helps us get this in front of more people so we can leave a bigger mark. And then share this with someone, someone that it could bring value to so you can make a difference in their life as well. Now let's go out and be pencil leaders.